listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Welcome to Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we are back to talk more Season 2 of Loki on Disney+. Plus, Episode 3, called 1893, and if you're hoping to get a better idea of what this show is about and where we're going and what's happening, keep watching. (laughs) Not, Not this, I mean, watch this episode, but keep watching and we'll find out, I I guess. Um, Because things happen in this episode, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But what they mean for everything else, I don't know. I mean, obviously, there is still the possibility. I, I refuse to believe that this whole season is just, we need to fix the temporal loom. And like that's, I mean, that's that's the season. That's what it looks like. I know, which, <laughs> but that feels like a, that feels like one episode. Like that's an episode of Star Trek. Right. Like Scotty, we need to fix the temporal loom, right. and you know, uh, like they they go on an away mission and they find the thing they need, and like by the end, the temporal loom is fixed. Like that's an episode, right, right. not a yeah. season. So I have a, I feel like there's got to be more. I mean, there is more going on, but what that means for the larger overall of this season, I don't know yet. And I guess Mm -hmm. maybe we'll Mm -hmm. find out. So let's talk about what happened, shall we? Uh, We catch up with Ravona Renslayer, and she's got Miss Minutes with her. They travel to Chicago, uh, 1868, to secretly drop a TVA guidebook off to a young Victor Timely, a variant of He Who Remains. Uh, Apparently, He Who Remains informed Miss Minutes about this plan before his death. So apparently this is uh, just part of the whole, uh, the whole in the, uh, in the event of my death, please do these following things. I guess this was Mm -hmm. in the, he who remains will, I guess. Right. (laughs) Uh, They then travel forward a little bit in time to 1893 at the Chicago world's fair on this branched timeline where Loki and Mobius arrive tracking Renslayer's tempad. There, they see Timely presenting his Temporal Loom prototype. Timely then has four groups chasing him. Loki and Mobius, who want to use his aura to fix the loom. Renslayer and Miss Minutes, who want to take him uh, to take his variant's place with him uh, with them at his side. Sylvie, who wants to kill him to prevent his rise to power. And, of course, because it's 
uh, late 1800s Chicago, a robber baron and his allies wanting revenge against (laughs) Timely's fake invention scam. Uh, At Timely's Wisconsin laboratory, he turns Miss Minutes off after she possesses uh, professes romantic love for him. This is just uh, yes. Renslayer Loki <laughs> Mobius and Sylvie arrive with Sylvie gaining control. Sylvie allows Loki to take Timely back to the TVA, then sends Renslayer to the Citadel at the end of time with Miss Minutes being brought along. They say uh, they see he who remains corpse as Miss Minutes reveals that she knows a secret about Renslayer. But she's going to be really mad about it. Aurora, what did you think of episode three? I mean, this summary skipped over Sylvie. Mostly, yeah. (laughs) Other than Sylvie showed up and wanted to kill him and then was like, yeah, you can take him back to the TVA. (laughs) I listen. This show gives me a headache Mm -hmm. (laughs) every time I watch it because... So many, just right now when you were explaining like, oh, these people were here and then these people were there too. And these people were there too. That's Mm -hmm. that's a great way to put it. Yeah. I was just like, I think I I, I went back like three times. Yeah. Trying to understand what was going on. It's just so (laughs) much. (laughs) There's so much happening. It's so much. And I know when they were in that like... um, uh, it was, was it like a fair? Yeah. It's like a... The, like the a, Chicago, it was like a world's fair or something. Right. I know there were Easter eggs there. Oh, yeah. I know. And I I, I was trying to catch them too. So that, that was one of the reasons I went back. But I was like, you know what? Forget it. Mm-hmm. I just <laughs> I need to focus on the story. Yes. Because it's already complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I we, we keep talking about this in this show. It just feels like... It's way too much information, and yeah. the information is also complicated to process. Yeah, so this is like it, this is like one of those those like digital paintings where like you see them like zoom in, and then like there's another picture within a picture, and then they keep zooming yeah. in, and then there's mm-hmm. like a you zoom into someone's eye, and then there's like a picture in their eye, <laughs> and you keep zooming, and then there's like a city. Um, it's one of those things, which is kind of, which is, can be kind of cool, but right now it's sort of got me going like, what is happening? (laughs) Yeah. And then in the midst of all this, me trying to figure out what's going on, Miss Minutes decides to (laughs) throw also a curveball. We learned a lot about Miss Minutes in this episode. (laughs) I, I, I will say I did like, um, that scene where she's like, becomes like a giant ghost. Yes. That was cool uh but she's just completely disrupting the timeline or whatever that they're yeah. in by just being like i'm just gonna be a ghost and i'm gonna scare people like <laughs> the newspaper was like fourth ghost clock sighting or whatever it just feels like she gets bored and is like you know what yeah Boo. yeah yeah can you imagine seeing that in a newspaper mm-hmm I was, when they saw that, I was like, wait, what? She looks like a cartoon. What are you talking about? (laughs) Um, But I kind of saw this was coming because before they go to Timely, that's his thing, right? Timely's lab. um, He's talking to Renslayer and Miss Menace. And Miss Menace is like acting very jealous. 
<laughs> Super jealous. Yeah. Very jealous and very like controlling mm-hmm. too. And when that happened, I was like, what's going on? Yeah. What is this? And then when it was revealed that she's like actually in love, I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. I'm already trying to figure this show out and show <laughs> out. And now you're throwing this at me. Okay. <laughs> it's so right. weird. I mean, we did get this Miss Minutes backstory where yeah. she reveals like she was originally created by he who remains as like an AI companion to like play games with and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But then he eventually allowed her to attain sentience, I guess. And at that point she started developing feelings for him. And <laughs> it's just like, you know what, you know what I need a body, like put me in a body. And Victor timely is just like, uh, I'm just going to flip the off switch now. And she's like, wait, no, uh, it was really strange. It felt Very weird. I was, I was here for the backstory because I'm a little curious. Yeah. Like, where does that come from? But when they went to these extra steps further, I was like, is this needed? Do we, mm-hmm. do we need to know this information? Is this important? Mm-hmm. It felt weird in an episode that was already very weird. Um, yes. Like you've got the Victor Timely chase scene and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even the performance. I don't know how I feel. I, this is of the three versions of yes. Kang that we have seen. This is by far my least favorite of the three. Same. Uh, yes. Like, I sort of get it. Like, he's a quirky, stuttery inventor type. Mm-hmm. But also just, I don't know, weird. And I'm trying to figure out why this was the plan for He Who Remains. That's, yes. Like, why go all the way, why go so far back in time to give somebody who's not, going to be able to fully reproduce the things that he finds maybe because I'm not sure maybe because he would be more you could manipulate him more maybe because of how like you know out of time he would be with everything else that he's about to be shown although there is a theory that I uh, was listening to about mm-hmm. what the secret is for okay. uh, Renslayer uh, mm-hmm. or Miss Minute secret that she knows about Renslayer. And oh, oh, actually, do you have do you have an idea of what it is? Because I had an idea of what I thought it might be. I thought it would mm-hmm. just be her telling Renslayer that. He who remains has wiped her memory, even though they were close. Um, Cause he wiped, mm-hmm. he wiped lots of people's memories and this would make her mad. But uh, once I actually heard this other theory, I was like, Oh, that is far more interesting. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're going to go there with it, but, and it does okay. sort of involve, it does sort of involve the memory erasure thing, but I guess the theory is... Oh wait! Before you say your theory, okay. can I say mine? Okay. okay. Because I I'm curious to see if it's the same, but I don't know if my theory is stupid. But mm-hmm. 
I I'm I I don't think any any idea is stupid with this show. Oh no, because it's so wacky. It's all over the place. Yeah. Yes. Um. But I was thinking. I mean, we were introduced to Sylvie, who is a Loki variant, mm-hmm. who's female. Mm-hmm. So I thought, could Renslayer be a female variant of He Who Remains? This is the theory. Yes. Yes, that's the theory. <laughs> that's so awesome. Uh, yeah, that Miss Minutes is going to tell Renslayer that you're actually a variant of He Who Remains. And he wiped your memory so you don't remember it. But this would explain why they're close, why they're, they're partners. And it mirrors Loki and Sylvie. Uh, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that... It works so perfectly. Yeah, that'll be cool. It has to be it. Like, it's not comic accurate, but I don't care. Like, the show and the MCU strays from the comics all the time. I think that's a really great idea and adds a really interesting dynamic. Because if Renslayer is uh, he who remains variant and uh, two things, by the way, I think. Uh, one, I think it adds a really awesome dynamic for this show mm-hmm. because she could be like, you know, why are we hanging out with this timely idiot then? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm Kang the Conqueror or whatever. Um, right. It adds that extra layer. But if something were to happen with this Jonathan Majors situation where mm-hmm. Marvel stops working with him, Mm-hmm. They have, they already have a recasted Kang variant already in Renslayer. Right. And she wasn't really great in this episode, but she can be great. Like we've seen in season one when she had a lot more uh, to do in like episodes where she was featured much more prominently. Um, she can do more. I think that would be really fascinating and it kind of gives them an out. In case, you know, we hit the Avengers Kang Dynasty thing and they're like, we can't have Jonathan Majors in it, but it can be Ravona Renslayer instead or whatever. Uh, And it all depends on how all of these things play out. Even if it doesn't go there, I think that it is a really cool dynamic for this show and it mirrors everything perfectly. Ah, It just makes so much sense. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that would be be great. Yeah. Yeah. And it would make her really mad to learn this. Uh that it uh that her true identity has been hidden from her this yeah, I whole mean time. she was the head of the TVA though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that this makes She sense was essentially me. the acting head of the TVA. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. true. Um so I'm I'm super curious. And mm-hmm. uh it was nice to be chucked back to the uh the the house at the end of of time or whatever to sort of see uh to to kind of go back to the scene of the crime where all of this stuff has sort of spawned from uh i thought all of that was pretty interesting Mm -hmm. the the thing that i love most about this show which is the loki mobia stuff we just did not get nearly enough of because we spent a lot of time with victor timely and uh, and I get it. Like they're trying to sort of spread out some of the the character stuff in the show. Mm-hmm. But at least for this episode, I was just mm, 
Like the the yeah. sooner we get rid of Victor Timely, the better, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. Like, yeah, maybe you know, maybe maybe not the best choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. There's still uh, we still have half a season left to yeah. go. So it seems it seems that Sylvie is. We thought she was just working at McDonald's. Clearly not. But she is just going through timelines and killing variants of this guy? Yeah. Is that what she's doing? I mean, that must be what she's doing. Because I... And if there was dialogue to suggest this, I must have missed Mm -hmm. it. Because her her appearance in this episode felt random and weird to me. The way way they left off in the the last episode with her kind of felt like, mm, I wonder when she's going to pop up again. And it's like mm-hmm. the next episode. And to be fair, she does have he who remains tempad, And right. maybe she is using that to hunt, like search out Kang variants. Maybe that, yeah. maybe that kid working at that McDonald's in Broxton, Oklahoma <laughs> that she talked to, maybe that was a Kang variant and she was just <laughs> scoping out the joint for this kid. <laughs> Or maybe one of his variants goes to that McDonald's frequently. I don't know. <laughs> right? He just gets coffee every day on his way to the the automotive plant that he works at. Right. Uh, I mean, who knows? Uh, she could just be going around like the Terminator looking up every Sarah Connor in the phone book. Right. Right. Just being like, are I you think Kang the Conqueror? I, I think actually, I actually think that's what's happening, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to yeah. say. I yeah. Maybe I missed a point where that was sort of spelled out a little bit more but mm-hmm. yeah i i mean i'm here for it it just feels a little cloudy right now yeah uh yeah. so far three episodes into the season and it feels a little more uncertain than it, i still feel like there's a lot of fun to be had in these mm-hmm. episodes but it it feels right now and i hate to say this because it's loki but it feels like maybe like a half step down from yeah, the first yeah. season and the longer things get cloudy or the longer things stay cloudy, uh, the more steps down I think we're going to take. But hopefully, you know, we're not we're at the midway point. So hopefully things start taking steps forward or mm-hmm. hopefully start mm-hmm. climbing some steps instead of tumbling down them awkwardly. Uh, do you have any other thoughts on this episode? No. Wow. That's it. <laughs> we're done. We're done, everybody. Um, Okay, well, I mean, I think we mentioned, like, the most important uh, thing in this episode. Yeah, and I feel validated because I I thought about that that theory and I was like, I don't know if it's... Because it's it's just... Oh, I was just talking... uh, Oh, I was thinking about Miss Minutes having the hots for Victor Timely. And it's so weird because it's not even... Hold on. It's so weird because it's not even her, he who remains... This right. is some other he who remains. Like it's exactly. A, it's a and his and his name is so weird. I will give them credit. I was talking about like not comic book accurate things earlier with like Renslayer or whatever, but uh, and I'm sure somebody actually might be like, actually, it is comics accurate. She is a Kang the Conqueror in this run of the comics, so that might it may have happened, and I just didn't know. But. Um, <laughs> Sometimes you just get really comic booky names 
and <laughs> Victor Timely. Like that sounds like a Batman villain for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> they went yeah. with it. It's Could be so, a Doctor Who villain too. Right? Oh my god, yeah. that's like a great Doctor Who villain. <laughs> Victor Time, very on the nose. Um, anyway, he, uh, yeah, it's it's weird. I uh, yeah. I gotta say, when they did, I can't remember if it was Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania or if it was Guardians of the Galaxy. It may have been Guardians of the Galaxy, where the Loki and Mobius, the shot of them at Timely's presentation. I, that was like an mm-hmm. end credit scene of one of those movies. And I can't yeah, remember yeah. which one it was. This is not what I was expecting when I right. saw that. Yeah. Uh, I was not expecting this weird madcap Keystone Cops like chase scene. Through. And they had the wacky music and everything. Uh, it was yeah, yeah. very weird. I, I will say this. During the presentation, there were people in the audience that were really rude. By the oh, yeah. <laughs> It's one guy saying like, "Oh, you can light a light bulb. Good, good for you." And I was like, "Dude, just just stop interrupting the presentation." <laughs> Shh! Some of us paid money for these tickets. <laughs> God, why would you pay money for something and then be mean? Right. Um, I mean, I don't understand that either. Like, why would you pay money to then hate something? But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yep. Aurora would be there, being like, "Quiet! We're trying like, to listen." <laughs> We're trying to listen to the magic man. Yes. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we didn't have final thoughts, but then we did. Aurora, what yes. would you give episode three? I gave this episode three and a half. Okay. I gave this three and a quarter. Okay. The lowest Ooh, I have ever. Yeah. I know the lowest I've ever given a Loki episode ever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just because it was super duper weird. I I'm I still feel weird about the Miss Minutes thing. Uh, <laughs> it's it's so bizarre. Yeah, yeah. And she she was a weird kind of character to begin with, but she's only got the more she's on screen, there's like a weird scale happening here where she just gets progressively more strange. The more she's, she's kind of creepy. She's kind of creepy. Yeah, I'm horrified if they just give her like episode four is just about Miss Minutes. By the end of that episode, I don't know where any of us are going to be as a species. It'll just be weird. So weird. Anyway, that's the podcast, everybody, for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. Uh, of course, it's a listener-supported podcast, and there are some ways you can help out there. If you'd like, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. We have our merch store, geeklymerch.com. Links for those are in the show notes for this episode. Uh, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Audible. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., hit subscribe, and that way you can join us next time to hear us talk about more uh, Loki, Episode 4 on Disney+. Plus.